I'm Ashley. I'm Valencia, and we're self-misguided. So, today we have a special guest. Valencia's sister, Faith, is joining us. Oh my gosh. (laughs) This is such a special episode. I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited, and I bet a lot of our listeners are really excited, because I... There is a chance that I talk the least today. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have that with me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've been stoked for this ever since you mentioned this was a possibility. Yeah. I love spilling tea. No, we love talking about it, and it's like a good way... So when we first started to record, the first two episodes we recorded were like full-on trauma dumps, where we were like, no, wind that back. I Uh, remember being like, oh, I don't even know if we'll be able to talk for like 40 minutes, and we stopped recording. Wasn't it like... We had both done, no, I think we had both done two hour episodes, so we had recorded for four hours, and then that was back, so we're recording on the second mics we got. We originally got a whole set, that's what our first two episodes are recorded on, so if you've been with us from those, you can tell the audio shift, um, we got new mics, uh, in the middle, but I, we didn't have the sound figured out, we didn't have any of the settings figured out, we didn't do any tests ahead of time, we just set it up and went. And so the audio was just, like, unsalvageable, but then, like, we were thinking back as we were prepping to launch, and we were like, maybe that's not where we start, actually. Because yeah. I was, we were learning things about each other where we were both like, whoa. Oh my god. It <laughs> was, start somewhere, though. It was very intense, but. Yeah. Oh, maybe one day we'll be able to dive into that, but. Yeah, that was also when I couldn't charge my, I hadn't got this thing yet to charge my MacBook at the same time, we so it died had, on us. We had to stop recording because her computer was dying. So, we, I don't know, we probably could have went on forever. Yeah, it was fully charged we started to, but this is, I think this is like going to be like a great like segue into like one of the next like more serious topics we're going to go into, which is like our family and our childhood. Yep. So, Oof. <laughs> it's so funny. That's like Theodore's newest noise. <laughs> Um, but why don't you, either one of you, tell just, like, the backstory of maybe, like, when you guys met and how you connected. Well, should we just share the reason why we're really sitting down here and and opening up? I think so, yeah. I think, but, like, I think, like, start back with, like, how long you guys have truly actually known each other and then tell everyone why we are here today. Well... So I, so I'm 25 now. This was in 2019. So I was 21 when I, when she reached out to me, I had no idea who she was, but the craziest part is just a few, maybe even six months before she reached out to me. I remember sitting at my grandparents' house having dinner and my dad was there and somebody made a joke about how he might have another kid and he did not deny it. He was like, Oh yeah, maybe. It's a possibility. And the more he talked about it, the more serious he got about it. And I was like, well, that's weird. Blew it off, you know. She messages me maybe six months later. And I was like, whoa, there's no way. <laughs> so she messaged me. It's like, hey, I'm Faith. And I'm pretty sure I'm your sister. Can you imagine that being like 21 being like, no, my dad's too straight laced for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it was like half surprising, but half not. I have like four brothers two sisters. I have no full siblings. Every single one of my siblings are half siblings. Same. No siblings same. have the same two parents at yeah. that. I have one full sibling and one half sibling and my favorite is still Sarah who I'm not genetically related <laughs> to. <laughs> it does happen like that but it's cool too for me because I'm 25 now and I've never been as close to any of my siblings as Sorry I am with right Faith. Now. 
So go ahead and tell your version of that, because like I have nothing before that, and you do. So yeah. So I actually knew about you and Alex years before I ever reached out. I just I was the oldest, and you weren't quite. I think the first time I saw a picture of you, you were graduating. So wait, how old are you? I'm 27. Okay. Yeah, 27. I'm about to be 28. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm getting old. <laughs> And everyone lets me know it, too. I tell... So, I'm 28. Ryan will be 28 at the end of the month. And I... Every day, I'm like, God, you are so old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so close to 30. It's crazy. Um, But, yeah, I have four sisters... Three sisters. (laughs) Three sisters. I always thought you had four. I don't know why. I thought you had more. I feel like... Well, I'm the fourth, I guess. Oh, yeah. That's true. But, yeah. Um, So, I actually started working for our local... You pick your phone company. up, it's buzzing, and the, oh, the vibration does catch on the mics. Your husband. <laughs> of course I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Of course it's, I'm leaving this in, because that means we didn't make it five minutes into an episode without shit talking to you, Helen. <laughs> of course it's Alan ruining us recording. <laughs> sorry. Um, no, but, um, so I started working at our local utility company in September of 2019, and I was working the drive through taking payments, and... Our grandparents come through the drive-thru, and I recognize the last name. I didn't recognize them, of course, because I'd never seen them before. I didn't even know they were alive, because that's part of the story. But um, I was scanning their little receipt thing, and I see Tandy, and I'm like... I instantly started like going into like a panic attack mode. Like I was not expecting it. It just blew my freaking mind. And I had to have someone take over for me, because I went off and called my mom, and I was just bawling my eyes out. And I was like, I, I really want to reach out, but... You know, me and my grandma, we were best friends, and my biggest thing was, I don't want to feel like I'm replacing her, and my mom, I'll never forget this, what she said was, um, your grandma would think the more people to love you, the better. And yes. so, that, I got, went back to my station, and immediately, while I was working, was typing out my message to Val, because I thought she would be the easiest person to reach out to, she was older now, and married, Jokes and had a you're stuck with Val. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it was so wild, because our messages... Like, compared to how it is now, I she do. was full defending him, I'm like, well, saying he's a great guy now. When you're like, brainwashed, what are you supposed to do? Time out, time out. So, obviously, like, Faith, you listen to our podcast, and Valencia records with me. I have nothing nice to say about your guys' dad. So, no, like... So, like, you're defending him? I, you know... I'm mad at past you. We're... You, me and past wait, you, hey, we're not talking. That's not fair. I was brainwashed, <laughs> manipulated. you, not talking. We're not talking. <laughs> no, it's actually so great that she waited mm-hmm. as long as she did, because if she had messaged me while I still lived with him, I would not have been allowed to talk to her. I would have not have been able to know her. Could he have... Could she have paid, like, 50 bucks to talk to you? Okay. I don't, does she know why that's funny? For, for reference of what she's talking about, when I was... 16, immediately, when I turned 16, I had to get a job. I had to start helping pay the bills, because, you know, same responsibilities, that's what they were trying to teach me, mm-hmm. or whatever, that's what they said. Well, whenever I turned 18, I was, I, I turned 18, I still had, like, the second semester of high school left, and I had to officially pay rent, like, I had to pay more. But I had to pay more money a month to be able to go and do whatever I wanted, at 18. Well, and didn't, leave, like, at one point, like, didn't Alan, like, pay to take you on dates? Or, like, pay he your did. dad to take you on he, dates? He, he so lived probably with us. could have just bought her time. <laughs> they probably, because, well, he, so he lived with me my senior year, like, at our house. And uh, he, he had to help pay rent, too, which makes a little bit more no. sense. But he did, he paid that extra amount each month so he could 
spend time with me, essentially, because he worked and I went to school, but... <laughs> and then, well, it just <laughs> makes sense that after I moved out, they had to move out of that house only a couple months later, because I was the one paying the bills. Or the majority of them, because I know I couldn't have paid all the bills working at McDonald's, so... <laughs> let's just... Anyway. So, yeah, she reached out to me, it was like November, right? October, yep, November, November 21st, I think it was. Yeah, we both, it was so funny because um, we were just recently going back through our messages. We didn't even know each other was doing it. And mm-hmm. she, I like screenshotted our, her first message to me and not even two minutes later, she sends me the same picture and I was like, stop. I can't believe we just did that at the same time. It's crazy. I feel like I'm more like you than I am with my siblings I grew up with. <laughs> Love them, but like, I feel like we're just so much more like, it's wild. So whenever she reached out to me, I was actually in Ohio because we had just started traveling and um, I we just had one kid at the time. He wasn't even one yet and Alan was working a lot. And she messaged me, it was like noon, I feel like. And oh, I read it, I was like, whoa, whoa, you know, just I was literally just like jumping up and down like, I cannot believe this is happening. I have a sister, another sister. I do not... Like, to claim her as my sister because, in my opinion, she's a really awful person. And I'm just going to leave it at that for right now because it's just... And so, in my mind, I'm thinking, I get a do-over on a sister? You know, I was, like, 21, so... In regards to forgetting she has a sister, in my mind, that was a little orphan baby that Alan found. Because, like, I don't mean that, like, negatively. It's just, like, oh. you just deserve better than the story you come from. Yeah. yeah. And so, in my mind, that better, unfortunately. <laughs> Which, I've always said this, like, even though I had no control over it, I have so much guilt that I couldn't, like, protect her growing up. You That's know? definitely, like, my step-siblings grew up in a vastly different, like, the older ones. Um, like, I have a stepsister, right? Logan, her name's Haley, and I love her to death. We're really close. And she grew up in a vastly different environment than I did because I think she was like 14 when our parents got together. And I have guilt all the time that she has all of this childhood trauma that I could never understand that I don't have to deal with. So I understand exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I I had, you know, some traumas growing up just because my mom was so young. We grew up together, but I had a loving parent Mm -hmm. and I just feel so bad all the time even though... We had no control over it. Yeah. It wasn't 100% bad. There were some good times, but... Ugh. Anyway, so, whenever she messaged me, I I was still on good terms with him. Like, we, we weren't necessarily, like, close, but, you know, we were, like, in each other's lives or whatever. So, I immediately messaged him, because we were close at the time. And so, the craziest part about it is, while she's messaging me, I'm 21 years old, and she's like, I think I'm your sister... And so I'm like, how could no one even say anything about this? I'm like 21. And so I text my dad and I'm like, hey, do you, so you mentioned before the possibility of me having like a sibling. I was like, what's, what's up with that basically? And he's like, oh, is her name this and her mom's name this? And like, he knew everything about her and they live in Carthage, like all this stuff. But I'm not his. Well, so I was like. If you're not his, then. So he like calls me. He's like, why are you asking me this? I was like, she just messaged me. And immediately he was different. He was like, oh, well, I don't know. Like all this stuff. I'm like, well, that's suspicious. Mm -hmm. That's weird. So, so I'm 21. I'm married. I can talk to her if I want to, which is so freeing to say. (laughs) Even now I'm like, I can do whatever I want. 
And so I just talked to her and, you know, I, I do ask her a lot of questions, just trying to find validity in the story because mm-hmm. I don't know anything. And I was very much tiptoeing. When I was reading back through those messages, I was very <laughs> I much tiptoeing. Couldn't. Oh, this is all I know. Like, what happened back then? Yeah. And didn't really go into full detail on yeah. the whole situation. I think but. that's probably, like, the best way to approach a situation mm-hmm. like that is to tiptoe. Well, she, well, see, that's just how different. Like, she knew everything. She knew what type of person he was. Like, the fact that he wasn't in her life was for a reason and stuff like that. And I had no idea. I had no details whatsoever. So I'm just, basically, I feel like I was grilling you. Like, please tell me more. I need to know more. And so, but yeah, yeah. so we just talk and text pretty often, I felt mm-hmm. like, just trying to get to know each other. And and then I invited her to my 22nd birthday um, dinner at yeah. Chili's. I don't know why. Chili's is so... It's nothing. Oh, it's chilies. <laughs> yeah, but like chilies is not anything like fancy or anything like that. But almost every like big event we've had late, like in the past like six years, chilies. we go to chilies. <laughs> we were just there. <laughs> chilies sponsor us now. Yeah. <laughs> so just send us Southwest egg rolls. <laughs> I am very. I'm much better now, but I was a very um, socially awkward person. I was. Oh, man. So, I was thinking the first hey, time... You're I... fantastic, now. That's, like, not, <laughs> yeah. that's not even a quality trait I would assign to you. I was, like, panicking. I'm like, the first time I meet her, I just didn't think I could do it alone. Like, I, ugh. I was shaking in my boots. Yeah. Okay. So, I invited her to my birthday dinner where I had a bunch of people there. Like, all my people, you know, and they were like, we got... I brought Kevin. Get... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get you through this, and we're going to help you, you know, reconnect with your sister or whatever, and... Honestly, it was really helpful for me to have all those people there. So yeah, so we we just we got we it was really nice to you know meet her in person and literally I feel like since we met we've just been you know yeah super close. We've been and it's crazy we've had a crescendo you know it's been like slow and steady and then yeah. just like lately I swear <laughs> it's been wonderful. And meeting the first, the grandparents for the first time, you know, and having them be so accepting. Oh, yeah. So this is kind of where the story takes a turn. Wait, 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 do you want to talk about what you just found out or do you want to save that for the end? We'll save it for the end. Uh We're we're building up to it. Yeah. So. I can make sure. (laughs) So she, so we're talking a lot um, for the next like six months and she Actually, I think it was my grandparents. They're like, we want to meet her. Of course I told them about her because I'm so... Why did come to the drive-thru first and say hi before we met? Yeah, I'm Yeah, sure. we did because someone's like, hey, Faith, there's someone asking yeah. for you. I, I remember they called me right after. my eyes out that day when they are like, hi, I guess we're your grandparents. And I was like, hi, it's so nice to meet you. Like, <laughs> the minute they pulled away, I'm like, no, sorry. I swear the minute they pulled away, they called me and they're like, guess who we just met? Like, they were so happy. Yeah. But yeah, I moved on up after my maternity leave, so... <clears throat> So they, so they asked, my grandparents asked me to set up a dinner. They wanted to meet her and I was like, heck yeah, I'll be the middleman. I'll schedule it. I'll get her there. And so we have dinner and it's so nice. Oh my it was gosh. just, it's like, my grandparents are amazing people. They're so mm-hmm. easy to talk to. It's so like natural. Nothing's ever forced. It's like, you're so comfortable. Anybody being around them. And so it was no different. Like it was just an amazing yeah, visit. Yeah, it was great. And so I knew it was going to happen too because after that dinner, we went back to our friend's house, uh, Corin Franklin, (laughs) everybody knows them now. And I knew I was going to get a call from him. Nobody, I mean, nobody told him because he just had such a negative, 
like view on it or whatever because there was technically no proof at the time but I mean come on look at us well and I think him knowing all the details is all the proof you need yeah that that's happening and like it's just Cassie's so my best friend Cassie has two kids with two different men who both denied her kids but when she was pregnant they were there and they knew every detail and then obviously it came out that they were their kids and so I like there's nothing that's like a bigger oh no that's definitely your kid than a man saying oh is this 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 all facts they don't even know that about their children they know are there so that you know that that's that's always like my biggest like sigh of that I bet he wasn't betting on me knowing all the details but my mom was very open. Well, just, I'm like, knowing all the details of, like, your name, your mom's name, yeah. all of oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he probably couldn't, he could pro- he probably knows your birthday and couldn't tell you Valencia's. <laughs> if he it's forgets mine, it's sad, because it's his own mother's birthday. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I knew I was going to get a call from him. And so, of course, he did call. I put it on speakerphone, because I wanted people to witness how insane this person is. And... Let me just say, he was screaming so loud into the phone, the phone could not, like, make... Pick up his words. Yes. And so, I'm just literally holding the phone, Cora's eyes wide, Franklin's eyes, oh my gosh. How has she never told me about this? Well, it was not a good day. So, he's just screaming and all this stuff, and I'm pregnant at the time. I'm like, I want to say like 14 weeks, and... For me, pregnancy is, like, really fragile. And so I, I've done everything to, like, stay calm. But, like, listening to this phone call, I'm like, I wanted to hang up because I didn't want to get upset. And so, you should. You should yeah, hang up on people more often. Well, I wish I had before it got to the end. That's so how I knew it worked. He's screaming all these things, like, you should ask my permission. I'm like, I don't need to ask your permission for anything. I'm an adult. Like, that's... First of all, it wasn't even my idea. I just set it up. And so... At the end, he said, he was driving, he was in a car or a truck or something. He's like, he told me he wanted to drive his truck off the road and kill himself because of me. And then he hung up the phone. I think, like, what makes that stuff so much more, um, like, insane to me is, like, now that you have a child, you know you would never say that to your children. Absolutely not. Oh, my gosh, no. And, like, I think, you know, you hear about these awful things parents do or, like, you experience awful things your parents have done. And then no matter where you're at with your parents, right, whether in a good place or a bad place, you then have your own kid and you're like, how did you ever do that? Mm-hmm. And, like, so, to, like, I could never imagine telling my child that, that, that I was going to kill myself because of something they did. Mm-hmm. And so, like, again, it's ter- it's terrible to hear, but it's, like, it just raises the bar when you have children of your own yeah. to hear that a parent could do that. Well, oh. the sad part about it is, like, that's not the first experience like that I've had with him. I've literally had to stand in front of his truck so he would not leave the driveway because he was threatening to go drive his truck off a bridge. The dumbest part about it is he only said that because he was upset. Mm-hmm. But to make Never had to try attention. to make someone feel like that over something... Well, that's, that, like, that's... I mean, that's mental abuse and manipulation at its finest, like... Unfortunately, it's going to be the bad guy. Yeah. He didn't want to take the responsibility. Yeah. And so... Very common really theme sad. with him. Which lines up with what happened between him and my mom. So... <laughs> yeah. So, I... That was the last time I spoke to him. Um, that was 2020. Yeah. It was like July. I remember when you texted me and said, Hey, I know what I've said about 
our father, but you're better off never knowing him. Yeah. It's up to you, I was, but I don't recommend it. And I literally I was sitting that. in bed that night, and it was the night after we had our dinner, yeah. and I was like, what happened? I Yeah, and it's because, like, there were not all bad things. Like, he, you know, he does have a good heart. He was a volunteer firefighter for a long time. But he is... You are not going to come on here. No, I know. Into but, my home. But, <laughs> but he is a narcissist and mm-hmm. he's the victim in every mm-hmm. single story, no matter what happens. Like, he brings it on himself, but then plays the victim. And that was one story that I was not going to be a part of anymore. And I wasn't going to so let my kids be around Well, me. and I think the what you just did, that fact of, like, he was, he was a good guy. He did all these things, is the childhood trauma, the manipulation, the abuse in action like still as an adult with everything you've done and like that's not a criticism of you but like it's you know we hear like these are all buzzwords right narcissist manipulation all this stuff it's like so like buzzword and then you sit down and you have like these really clear-cut cases of it and to see the (laughs) results in action yeah like you're sitting here you're saying this man my father called me and threatened to kill himself but he was a good guy and that just, like, shows you how, yeah. like, how traumatizing this stuff truly is. Yeah. That, like, you know. You've known. You've been to the reality. You haven't had a relationship with him of any kind in three years. Mm-hmm. And in the same breath where you can acknowledge all this damage he's done, you still can't get away from that. And, like, let that be, like, there. you're going to take a ton of lessons away from this episode. But let that be the lesson of get out the second you notice that's what it is. Mm-hmm. If you see someone else doing it to their child and they can't get out, step in. Yeah. Because it's not it's it's not childhood trauma for the sake of oh well when they grow up like it won't affect them anymore because it never it never goes away. It follows you. All forever. they see all he sees it as is like lessons for me to learn from and be better or whatever. But I just like as an empath, I feel bad for the kids mm-hmm. he has now. I mean, they're not they're his wife's kids, but like I still feel yeah. bad for them. But I'm also like, when I was a kid, he didn't, I didn't know him until I was five. He didn't get custody of me until I was nine. And the only reason he did was because he was a better option than what I had at the time. Because I almost died in a car wreck because my mom was so high on whatever drug she was taking that, like, we almost died and I had to go with him. And so at the time, it was just a better option. Little did I know, like I know now, I had other options that were offered, but he wouldn't let... I'm sure it was his pride or whatever. Like, there were people who wanted to take me. They wanted to raise me. They wanted to give me a life that would have been probably way better. But, I don't know. He was not ready for a kid whenever he had me. He was not ready for a kid whenever he had to take me. And he never at any point was ready to, like, be have a kid at any point. He just had to. And I felt that every single day. And I think that's just, like, it's so mind-blowing to me because all three of us are mothers mm-hmm. and all three of us I know it like <laughs> literally so it's freaking mind it just, we just well and like we probably don't have time for this today but like your journey to becoming a mother is like so it makes it so much more special for you yeah. and like it just makes it mean so much more to you and I'm sure this like backstory uh like helps like you but I can't imagine, not only are we all mothers, sorry, I lost my train of thought for a second. We're all mothers, but we're all planned mothers. Every single one of us set out to have a child. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's like, so the idea of like, I didn't, like he wasn't ready for a kid. It's like, and I know that's like more often the case, mm-hmm. but it's just like, it's so hard for someone like me to wrap my mind around as someone who like set out and did it. 
My mom, yeah. I mean, my mom was 17 and she planned to have me. They planned to have me. Like, she knew that was her main goal in life was to be a mom. I was She's the only one that was planned, <laughs> you know, and we had our struggles growing up. I mean, she was a single mom. She didn't At know 17? how to pick them. Yeah. You know, and, but I never felt like I missed out on, like, a good life, I guess. Right. You know. So we have, we have a saying in my household and, um... I would love to, like, one day talk about the reason where it comes from, but you, Val is the parent she is in spite of her parents. Not because of them, but in spite of them. Mm -hmm. She's the mom she is in spite of what they did to her. You are the mom you are because of your mom. Oh, stop. My mom's going to listen to this, and she's going to cry. Well, it's it's something like, so, you listen to the podcast, you know, like, I am the leader of the mother-in-law fan club. Yes. So, like, it's something my mother-in-law and I talk about of, like, you know, just, like, a like a little bit of a backstory. Ryan's dad is, like, has had, like, a harder life growing up, and he didn't have a present dad. And so he was a significantly better dad to Ryan. Don't get me wrong. But he lived across the country from Ryan his entire childhood. Yeah. And it had a lot of effects on him. And so Ryan is this, like, I mean, you saw him tonight. He is right there. He's home every oh, yeah. night. He's the super present dad. He is, it's his I'm whole like, world. What's that like? <laughs> well, and that's like a, that, like the whole, so I judge people, like, ju- no, no, I judge people. <laughs> no, air let's say, what are you doing? I judge people, like, very swiftly. And let me, let me really emphasize this. Men, I give women every benefit of the doubt the oh, whole yeah. way. I'm like, well, maybe this. So, like, it's like the whole, like, the whole, uh, Kai's dad situation is like insane to me. Yeah. And seeing it's, like, it's been the it's been the bane of Ryan's existence because like I threaten Ryan on it daily just to keep him in check. Like not because he does anything, just I keep Just Ryan. to like, remind him. Just like, to remind him that I'll bury him before I split custody with him. Yeah. <laughs> seeing that and then seeing Alan with his own kids, or even just my kid, like Alan comes up and just will take him from me to get oh, yeah. a break. He literally at the party and he's like, How long mind. do I have to wait before I can go get the baby? And I was like, Go. You weren't See, here. It kills me every time. You weren't here when Faith got here. Ryan almost didn't let her come because she had the baby. Because I was talking about it and he goes, Oh, and I was like, Oh, she's not bringing the baby. And he goes, Oh, hi. <laughs> He would have been a full-time job for him while I'm yeah. He'd be like, I'm gonna get I'm gonna put Theodore down, then I'm gonna play with the baby. Yeah. Well, when we had Theodore, Ryan did all the diaper changes, all that. Ryan ha- took more time off of work than I did. Wow. And like, so he was like, he's more apt for those little babies. <laughs> <laughs> but I where I don't even know where I go. Where I went side I went sideways with this. But the whole in spite of Oh yeah, yeah. so that's like that's so again. Like, we that's kind of the saying is, like, you're the parent you are in spite of your parents. Like, you had these, these bad childhoods. You had these crabby parents. And instead of saying, well, that's who I, that's how I was Staying raised. That's, the victim. That's how, that's how it's going to be. You say, no, I'm in yeah. spite of it. And as someone who has, like, parents who, especially now that Theodore, like, while well, Theodore is little, like, both of my parents were, like, just... Like, the daydream parents when I was small. And it's so nice to be able to sit with someone, like, have someone talk about their mom and be like, I'm the parent I am because of my mom. Yeah. And it's, like, because so often it's, I'm doing this so I don't pass this down. I'm doing this so it stops with me. And so it's really, like, I think that is something to note because we're sitting here and we're talking about this, like, terrible parent you guys have both shared. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I, I think, like, live with it, but. I do want to give props to your mom because at 17, like, yeah. your mom has raised this incredible, like, you have, like, ended up facing challenges you never thought you were going to even becoming your own mom and, like, props to your mom because, like, you're the yeah. mom you are because of her. She killed it. Even, you know, with everything she dealt with. I mean, she didn't always meet the best, best people. I mean, we have, I have two sisters on her side. They don't have the same dad. They were equally not great. Um, maybe not as bad as ours. <laughs> One kind of fled to Mexico when they got divorced <laughs> and she wanted child support. And the other one signed over his rights. So not as bad as ours. And I, we'll get into what happened with my mom and him. But... Yeah, I'm so grateful for my mom all the time. And she's very much one of those that advocates for be better than I was. And so that's kind of... Yeah. You always want to be better than your parents, even if they were good to you. That's, you and that's, that's something my parents say. That's something, like, Ryan's mom has, like, openly said. Like, she wants to make sure, like, you know, all three of our parents. But, and again, I think it's because Ryan's mom is, like, present. Jill is the leader of what can I do to make sure you can be better than I was. Because Jill lived away from her family. So she didn't have, like, she didn't have her Jill. You know, her mom lived in California. Uh, uh, Lee, which is Ryan's dad, his family wasn't, I think they were in Texas. So she really didn't have what I have with her and with my family. But instead of saying, well, I did it on my own, she says, what do I need to do? Oh, you need a date night? Oh, you need me to watch him so you can do this? Oh, you have to work this weekend? Here I am. Oh, no, you're not paying for daycare. You're absolutely not paying me. You're going to be here. Yeah. Uh, like you want to go to like That's the first mom. time we took him to travel like we even just an hour away we asked her to come with us and then she's like oh I'm gonna sit in the car with him he's snappy you guys go in there you go do this and it's just that's like the be better like you have these people who are going to be mad that you're better and I think that's really unfortunately you're in Alan's case like you have people who are mad you're better and then you have people who are so who are so happy you're better. Yeah. And that's definitely like Ryan and I's case. Like both like all of our parents are just like, this is awesome. Like I can't wait. I'm so glad you guys are achieving this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what's so where were we at? Yeah, so I'm so sorry. So yeah, so <laughs> that big event happened where he basically just he solidified the fact that I just could not let my kids be around someone like that. And so, Which I just like to say that was never my intention oh, to start no, anything. Not. But I'm honestly grateful that it did because I feel like you're better now for it. Yeah. And no, and granted, our grandparents are still going through it. Which yeah, I protecting will not let them off the hook for any of it, and it just bums me out. Protecting your children from people who they shouldn't be around, family or not, it's like a really hard choice. And while that wasn't your intention, you have you saved Val from doing that like this was the thing because like I also have a family member who's not allowed to be around my children what would your life have looked like if I never reached out like that's what well it's I I I think there's a case to be made that it we would have never had a blow up quite as big yeah probably not it it would have happened eventually I think that I think I think it would have happened eventually I think eventually but who knows how many little things would have stacked up to that big thing right to like break it yeah. so in like I couldn't imagine you going through what you're going through on both sides it's like the thing I just like don't think you yeah. would have been able to handle it yeah I honestly haven't even thought about like if what my life happened how, yeah but I don't need to I don't, right. I don't exactly. ever want to 
So basically after that happened, we've just gotten closer and closer over the years. We literally lived not even a mile from each other for like a year. Only went to her house a few times, but <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the reason we're here today is because we took a DNA test. Because of this person who just wants to deny it. He tells all the people he knows that there's no way it's true. Ugh. Should we read the Facebook? Well, I'm not going to read it. So, lately, so, of course, we don't have him on Facebook. My grandparents have his current wife on Facebook. And she responded to a post in a very negative way that Mm. it wasn't even, like, honestly, it wasn't her business. Yeah. She had no right to really comment on there. And nobody said anything to her or anything. She said some pretty awful things to my grandma. Oh, my God. Our grandma. Oh, yeah. I remember this now. I... So I didn't, I didn't see it first. Faith saw it first, sent it to me, and I was like, no. It's on. <laughs> I, am, I am not someone, like, he, so he's someone that's always posted everything on his Facebook. Mm-hmm. He, he's so dramatic about everything. Poor me. This is, like, just details that nobody needs to know. It's like, so it's funny because we're going to have this, we're, we're going to have this conversation later tonight. Bit, yeah. <laughs> our social media, yeah. like, our thoughts on social media and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so she just said these awful things, and I was like, I had enough. I don't ever comment on anything that they post. Like, they've said some really awful things, and I just leave it be. It's none of my business. It wasn't about, like, it might be about me, but they didn't say anything to me. Well, when you say stuff to my grandma, mm-hmm. there's no holding me back. So oh, I, yeah. I respond in the absolute most mature way I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, I life. tried to be, like, just as adult as possible it was really hard i really retyped it like three times i didn't say anything mean to her i didn't say anything that wasn't true and of course whenever i spew out a bunch of facts that nobody wants to see or hear that's when they get defensive and i still think we should have handled it my way (laughs) (laughs) the grandparents to think about yeah Yeah. this is this is a public recording so we're not gonna say it out loud but you know what i said i know what you mean i have screenshots of that message actually so so anyway, that conversation ended with him saying, all right, I'm done. And I'm like, please, be done. Move on. Live your life. Have a happy life with your family that you have. Like, just, this one's just over. let it go. Yeah. And so that fueled her fire. And she immediately, like, sent me a screenshot of a DNA test she ordered. And I was like, all right, here's half of money. We're doing We're it. doing this. Like, we got it three days later, four days. How even... Was not After even we like sent it in. It was yeah. like it's like not even it was a week. Literally like two business days. Yeah, and so yeah, so we did it. It was literally like cheek swabs. We sent it in, got it, but like so that we sent it in on a Friday, or they got it on a Friday, and we did it. We got the results on Tuesday. Tuesday. So what were the results? We are ninety nine point nine 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 eight percent half siblings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was prepped. That was amazing. <laughs> So, yeah. in, I mean, we we knew. Like, there's just no way to not know. So, like, her mom knows, oh, yeah. like, what happened. Like, of course, they trust her mom and everything. But getting those results is oh such gosh. a, like, freeing feeling. To it was be, a like, high. Like, yeah. oh, I, I felt high. Like, yeah. And so just being able to have that and be like, you have nothing else to say. You cannot deny this anymore. But my biggest thought on this is this man threw away a relationship with his daughter's and his grandchildren over his pride. But I just, like, I... The problem is, is, like, 
that's he never wanted it pride or not pride it's like yeah. it's like the unfortunate circumstance of like who he is as a person it just didn't have to be the way it was and while i know he never will change and the person he is he'll always be and i knew i didn't want that in my life it's just it didn't have to happen that way. Right. Yeah. And it's, I feel bad for my children who like, I have, it's not fair to anybody. I had this picture in my mind of like their grandparents, like picking them up on like the weekend or be like, Hey, I'm going to stop by. I just want to see them. And he would have been that person to do that. Yeah. My mom would have been that person to do that. And unfortunately my mom passed away in 2019. And I, I had these mental pictures of my parents being like that. My mom never would have been like that because she did drugs until the day she died. And that's yeah. just really sad. But I know for a fact that as a kid, before she got into any of that, she was my best friend. She was literally, like, number one mom. Like, she gave me so much love. I could, I can't even, like, imagine how she felt, like, as a mom. Like, she was so amazing. And it is sad to think, like, she, she practically threw that away, too, over the choices that she made. And no amount of anything changed her mind. There were yeah. so many big events that happened that could have saved I've, her could have yeah it she just didn't choose it and that's just sad but that's what i have i have two parents who made decisions to throw away an amazing life and that makes me sad but we have a lot of a lot of people who yeah, love my dad with me yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard it's hard because you had these mental images and these expectations that like i would mm-hmm. say like Obviously, this is an assumption of everything you knew when you had, like when you decided to marry Alan and get pregnant, everything you had is gone. You have none of that. But think about that. You didn't think about having a sister who was there and who was present. And, you know, Gayla and Mike and Melanie, who are all theirs. And then, like, not to, like, chew my own horn, but, like, (laughs) you have friends like Corin Franklin and, like, Ryan and I who, like, because... It's li- all the names you just listed are our village. Yeah. And there was a time when I had only a couple people in that village. And mm-hmm. now I'm, like, surrounded. But my thoughts on that is, like, I may be 25, but I still need my parents. Oh, and Literally, yeah. Oh, yeah. last night, Jack was so sick. And I was like, who do I call? I do not have, like, a parent. Like, you call, you would call your parent. Yeah. 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 And that's, like, I have so many times, especially in the past two years, where I've needed my mom. Where I've needed my dad. And I didn't have anyone to call. And that's just like, my dad was literally. That my dad was literally over here yesterday looking at our windowsill after I was like, I know exactly what to do, and I still call like like. (laughs) It's just I couldn't like that's actually like, I am. It it always makes me again like feel a little guilty because it's not something I can relate to people on, because, I have like I have a dad who is meant to be a dad Mm -hmm. like I I call in the middle of the night like when I first moved on on my own and my ex-husband worked nights it'd be 3 a.m and I call my dad and he'd be there in five minutes like and it's just he's that person or like last night Ryan mowed and hadn't weeded or anything yet so he had to sweep the sidewalk and my dad was like oh I'm gonna get your broom and do that real quick and I'm like no and it's just I could like I can't relate because and it's it's not fair like you my dad has a hard time like we talk about Cassie's kids because my dad is Papa James to them um because like you meet my dad and like my friends growing up my brother's friends growing up were like my dad's extended children like my dad has always cared for and supported Cassie too and he can't even he can't wrap his head around it's like sitting there and he's like he's watching kids do things he's like I I don't understand 
And I think that's like, it's always been really hard, like for me to relate because that is like one thing I'm so fortunate on is like growing up, I, my parent my parents were married until I was 15. You know, we grew up in like a four person household, a brother, a sister, a mom, and a dad. Mm-hmm. And not only in my the American dream, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Um, not only do I have a dad, I can call my mom and I are much better terms. We went through a rough patch, but I can call her. But I also have like, I, I don't have the monster in law, right? I got this amazing blessing of a woman when I married Ryan, who like when Theodore got his first bruise, it was literally two days before his doctor's appointment. It was on his head. And I was like terrified of like getting my kid taken away. And that's like some childhood trauma. Well, my mother-in-law used to work for DFS. So she called me. She didn't tell me I was being silly. She didn't tell me it was going to be fine. She let me break down in 15 minutes. She goes, honey, it's okay. She, but like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, it's so hard to understand. Like, even you, like, I, anytime I can't be there for you, it like feels like I failed you. Like, I was, like, like the day you got a migraine and I was in Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Like, I literally was like, I can turn around and come back and, like, all of this stuff. And it just, like, it's the worst feeling in the world because that is it. Like, this is our village. Yeah. You know, because you watch Theodore for me when I, like, don't have someone and, like, just, it's so, people don't understand, like, how, like, like, how detrimental it is. Yeah. Yeah. Having friends on the level of being in your village is, is important because... I, at this point, have more friends in my village than I do family. Oh, yeah. And I am so grateful that I have that. And I, I prefer it that way. And you can always call me. <laughs> we can call Jill together. Yes. <laughs> she did. Should I call? She's going to listen to this. And she's like, give out my number. <laughs> friends are the family you choose. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, now I have a sister. <laughs> like, full proven sister. And I'm yeah. just loving it i love it literally like we anytime we text each other we're like hey sister like, I know. <laughs> in all caps. sister yeah. so, i love it yeah. it's really great and i mean i like i watch her kid for her during the day oh yeah and she's like while she's at work and so i get to see her every day and i'm just like oh and i get to see her mom every day because yeah. her mom comes on her lunch and, and my mom and her kids are developing a little yeah. relationship it's so, so cute it's really sweet and that's like just that's so like you get a relationship with Kai and you get a relationship with Charlotte and Jackson and that's so cool it's the best yeah I mean before Kai I was like my I I was like auntie you know yeah auntie and so it's like it's so wild now that I think definitely becoming a mom really helped us bond more oh absolutely so it's it was easier you have people in your life at certain times when you can relate to them more. And oh, so absolutely. We literally <laughs> had this conversation You know, and so, like, before, I was, like, still wanting to go out and, it, you know, do my thing. And I, everyone around me had kids and I didn't and it was... Well, that's funny because, like, you and I had babies at the same age because mm-hmm. uh, Kai is four months old today. Yeah. Oh. Theodore's ten months. Um, and I was the same way. Like, I had friends with kids. I was, I was the fun aunt and I did this yeah. and I did that. And, like, my best friend... Cassie, who we've now mentioned like 17 times on the podcast, um, her and I, like, it was never like, she was never like, well, you're not a mom, you don't understand. She never like did that to me. Granted, I never tried to understand. So when I became a mom, it was like, we just developed this like way deeper connection of like, now she, like the unspoken, now you understand, yeah. Yeah. came out. 
So how many? That's. Do you want to? Oh yeah. Do you want to tell like kind of what it was like to? I don't know if how in depth you want to get. Like definitely go, but like what it was like to grow up without. Um, your guys' father present, like, what, like, how you found out, like, about who he was and that, that kind of stuff. Definitely whatever you're comfortable with. Well, I mean, I, I would open both. My mom already knows like, I'm going to be talking about this, so I, I feel like I might learn verify the facts with her. Huh? I feel like I might be learning some things. I'm like, You might be. Go. I don't know. Uh, so, I'm the oldest sibling of everyone, <laughs> and so I very much t- took on a second parent role growing up. You know, I mean, my mom had boyfriends growing up, but they, you know, obviously they didn't last. So I would care for my sisters when mom was working or whatever. Um, but my mom was always very open about our fathers. Like she was very honest. She never talked bad about them. Um, I'm very grateful for that. She let me come to my own decision on if I wanted to know him. But I remember we were sitting in Walmart parking lot the first time I asked her about him. How old were you? Oh, God. I was, I was pretty young. I want to say I was like... Maybe 10, could have been younger, I don't know, but I, we were sitting in the Walmart parking lot and she just told me everything and it was nothing super personal that she said, it was what happened to her and her words. And yeah, so, that feels like a lot for a 10 year old. I was not a 10 year old yeah, mentally at so, that point in my life. Well, like, I think that's something, like, I kind of want to say because that's some, like, again, Cassie is like the best example I have of, like, parent. Mm-hmm. And there was times she would share things with Maya that, like, I was like, she just feels too young to understand. But I think as someone who, like, doesn't have to explain hard situations like that to their kids, they're always going to feel too young to yeah. understand. And, like, so, yeah, 10 is really young. But... But at 10, we were probably both, like, mentally... Teenagers Teenagers, Yeah, so. like, I was, you know, protecting my kids. But you're, like, a 10-year-old. <laughs> like, I... <laughs> They are my kids. I've cried to my mom about how I'm like, I feel like growing up I was a, more of a maternal figure than a sister figure, and I want my sisters to bond with me and hang out with me and me to be like the fun yeah. sister with them. But I feel like it's hard to transition I, yeah. from that maternal to that sisterly. And my mom's oh, I've like, gotten a sisterly. Haley, like my stepsister Haley, she definitely has that role with my other sisters. So, like, and it's our, like, you can just tell it's just like so vastly different. And I think, like, I don't know how like you and your siblings are now, but she definitely still fills the need to care for them. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That and sense. to the point of like detrimenting herself. And like, that's something that's really hard for me to see mm-hmm. as like a sister, because one of our sisters, I mean, she just had a baby. She's like, old, like she's an adult now. Yeah. And Haley is still like taking on responsibilities. Like they're the actions she created forced to be a mother. She wasn't. Yeah. Yep. I... Me and my sisters were so close now. I mean, you see it. Yeah. Um, we're so close, but growing up, I was that parent figure, and it, it was hard sometimes, but we had to do what we had to do, you know? Oh, absolutely. Um, so, well, I just straight up asked her, can you, like, tell me about my dad? And she's like, yeah, I'll tell you. And she's like, and if at the end of this conversation you want me to find him for you, I will absolutely do that for you, and I'll let you make that decision yourself. And I'm very grateful that she approached it that way, but... Pretty much in a nutshell, my mom was in her senior year of high school, and her and our father were actually living together when they got pregnant with me. And wild chain of events that I just found out, my coworker that I sit in the same cubicle with dated him at the same time that he was living with my mom. And she Ew. Yeah, yeah, they went to Colorado together, I guess, and he took. A- he took everyone to Colorado. He said he had this, like, property up there, I guess, and told her all these things. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he was a, a uh, 
what's the word? Uh, habitual liar. Yeah. And there gets to a point where he can't even, like, keep up with yeah. his lies. Like, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, which, funny, my coworker said when she came, when they came back after everything that he put them there, she dropped him off at the police station. He's like, you know I have warrants, right? And she's like, I know. She ended up becoming a police officer, which is what's crazy. Wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> he did, too, but. Ooh. Yeah. So, um. I love that level of petty. <laughs> So I guess he got involved in some gang things, some, you know. I know, I literally, yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Because back then, our town, our town is still like a smaller town, but back then it was a small town. We were, it was small town America. Yeah. And he got involved in that stuff and she said he was great. And then once he started getting involved in that, it was like a switch and he changed. And, um, I thought it was later on in her pregnancy, but she told me today it was probably like her first trimester she told him it's either me and your your daughter or this gang and he was like well if i can't have her you can't have her either and he had his gang buddy shove my mom up against the wall with his hand on her stomach to try to have her miscarry and obviously it didn't work i'm still here but my mom moved back in with my my grandma and my grandma was hardcore bible thumping back then but she was also a badass. Like, he stopped Are you her- okay? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Do you want to say I'm it? I'm fine. Go ahead. <laughs> Do you, I, like, so, I think it's like... So, when I speak about, like, bad things that happen, I kind of do the same thing. Like, just keep going. Yeah. But, like... It's one of those you just... Pfft, yeah, there's, like, the no topic. way, like, but they're, like... Yeah. Oh, I, I, like, not okay. Like, I just... I can see it on your face. Yeah. So That's like, why I, I almost stopped you before when you were talking. What was it you were saying? Something like... Um, Oh, I'll think of it, but it made me think of... Being pregnant whenever he told me that? No, the whole, if I can't have her, you can't either thing. There was something you said yeah. earlier that made me think of that, and I was going to stop oh. you, but... Anyway, maybe I'll think of it. Um, so, I mean, my mom was in high school, and she had to drop out her senior year because of his incessant stalking and harassing, and my mom showed me the police reports, so they're they're real. Yeah. Um, it took... I think there was probably a good five to ten police reports, and then nothing was done. No, I My grandma was. had to take things into her. He would come to her work, and my mom called my grandma and was telling her what was happening. My grandma, at this point, was probably in between 300 and 400 pounds, and she went, picked up my mom from work, took her to the square, and chased his ass <laughs> down the square to telling him he needed to leave her the fuck alone. So, <laughs> so I was like, so you're, you'll be 28 this year, right? Yeah. So this is 95. Yeah, 95. Um, and then finally someone listened to her. Wait, your mom would have graduated in 95 or 96? 96. From Carthage. From Carthage. I dated a guy she went to high school with who would have graduated the same year as her. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I tell my mom all the time, I'm in this stage of my life. He also had a kid, he had a kid in 95. I'm in this stage of my life where I'm like, I could date you or I could date your dad. Hey, (laughs) listen. Just saying. Listen, take it from me. Take it from me. Men that old are already set in their ways, and they are single oh, for a reason. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, let me give you a let me give you a lesson learned. It's okay. On my dating apps, I set from my age to ten years. So when I was on dating I apps, it was anymore. ten years older to me to like no age cap. I wouldn't date people my age. Sounds like my little sister. <laughs> Straight up had a sugar daddy for like a year. He bought my stroller and. I wish I was actually just a part of his midlife crisis. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So she, 
ended up having to drop out of high school because of it. And finally, someone was like, enough is enough. And put a restraining order on him. He couldn't even come inside the city limits of Carthage for a year. So, and that Wait, was we can do that? We're moving. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the house, Val. You and I were... <laughs> My mom was pretty traumatized by the whole thing. She said she would not leave the house with me. And go anywhere. I could imagine. For the first year of my life. She was too afraid to leave, thinking that he would find her and try to take me or what. And he's not yeah, even on my first That's terrifying. Step, but, but still, yeah, that's terrifying. I know, like, I know. He's done that before to Alex. Yeah. He saw him, Alex and Melanie were at the family video. And he just took him. Like, he, you know, he, he was like, I'm taking him with me. They were still technically married at the time. So mm-hmm. technically he could. Yeah. But... I don't think he gave a second of thought of how Alex felt about it. He's no. like, no, you're just coming. Oh, absolutely not. So, your feelings for that are completely valid. So that, yeah, that, that, that was like, that sounds yeah. right on brand, but... No, that's a ter- yeah. it's like a terrifying feeling, like, as a mother, to think that someone could just walk in and, like... Yeah. And it blows my mind that he's, like, denied, denied, denied when there's all this proof. Like, I had pictures of him when he was living with my mom, and... Um, <laughs> on the topic of our grandparents from earlier, he told my mom that his dad was dead. No, you didn't have a mom. And so I remember the look on Grandpa's face when I told them that the first time I met. It was, it was really sad. Yeah. I, but internally, he but... probably wasn't completely surprised. The yeah. things that he comes up with are well, just insane. Well, it's like insane. the things that your grandparents still put up with, like, shock me. But, like, also, like, as a parent, you, like, realize there's probably not a lot your kid could do that would make yeah. you lose contact. The behavior problems... He always has had, even yeah. as a kid. They, he, he was one of those, like, uncontrollable kids. Always getting into trouble, never listening, and, like, they've dealt with it his whole life. So it's just, like, this is their child, and yeah. they've accepted that. They, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so, now we're here. But, yeah, uh, she, even with all of that that she went through, she was willing to find him for me if I wanted her to. And I never did. Like I said, at that point in my life, I was not, I didn't feel like a kid much anymore. I was, yeah. felt already grown up. And I knew in my head, I didn't, I went this long without him. I don't need him now. But I asked her if I had siblings. And that was my biggest thing is I want to know my siblings one day whenever I'm ready. And then of course, whenever they're ready, I actually reached out to Melanie first a couple years before I finally reached out and was like, hey, so, so this is who I am. And what I love about Melanie so much is she's like, well, it's of course it's up to Alex. Yeah. And like she lets that be his decision. Yeah. And I would have not gotten a decision in the matter yeah. had you reached out to me sooner. But I just, I love how she lets yeah. him. I was just like, it. I'm here. Like I understand whatever. He's ready. I'm ready. Just let me know. And if, he's a real shy kid. So like yeah. it just never... Our first time, like, kind of having a conversation. He doesn't talk much. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't, he still doesn't talk much to yeah. me. But, like, yeah. I couldn't believe I had a brother. I was like, holy crap, I have a brother. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, I was used to having sisters. <laughs> That's actually a question I have, is when you went out searching, it was for your siblings, it wasn't for your Absolutely dad? Absolutely not for him. I wanted to see if I looked like him. Yeah. And, I mean, I got my green eyes from their side of the family. Nobody in my family has green eyes. The color of my hair. I mean, when her hair's <laughs> natural, it's the same. Yeah, it is. I, my curly hair. What my mom is natural has, hair? <laughs> right. Well, this. <laughs> um, my mom has pen straight hair, but I have curly hair. So, like, just all these things. We have the same smile, the way it, like, points in the corners. Like, she has it too. And, like, our little right here. Yeah. <laughs> but um, for me, it was like, yeah, there's no denying. And, obviously, I fullheartedly believe my mom. You know, oh, yeah. Of course, but... 
Yeah. I remember when we were, we were getting the test and we're like, if it's not, we're gonna have to talk to your mom. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> she just happened to find the person that, like, we look exactly right. alike. Well, so, I can't remember. It had to be, like, shortly after you and I, like, got really close. Uh, Valencia and I got really close. Um... Uh, there was a joke made about, like, maybe Faith was his, but you weren't. Oh. <laughs> and so I was like, I was like, maybe, it'll, like, so when I knew you guys were doing the DNA test, I used to tease her about that. I was like, maybe yeah. it'll come back and you'll be free, like, you'll be free of the guilt because he's yeah. not yours. And then you guys came back and sisters. I was like, well, there's still a chance well, neither of you guys <laughs> are stuck with it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. See, and it's not, like, I just, I'm team him not being your guys' father. Yeah. He's... Apparently, team that too. So honestly, he's not something we can agree on. Yeah, we're yeah. He's not. He's not. He's, not, he's never been. At least mm-hmm. not for me. And that's. I don't have that. I never had that connection with him. And no. so yeah, it sucked growing up seeing all these people with their dads that are so great and they have good relationships with them. It made me sad growing up not to have one. Funny story. I watched the game plan over and over <laughs> and over again growing up, and I just wished that that would have been my dad's situation. But I think he was and then just... you grow up and you realize a lot of those relationships weren't what they seemed. Yeah. yeah. And so then, like, I think that's... That's got to be, like, not peaceful for them, but, like, a little peaceful. You're like, well, at least he didn't sit here and pretend. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. I think it's easier <clears throat> not ever have knowing, knowing him on a personal so level. have you ever met him, like, face-to-face? funny story also <laughs> it's like I reached out to them and then immediately was seeing him all the time oh, yeah. my sister had to have her car towed he was the one that came to tow the car I stayed in the car I was not getting out of the car because I don't know if he would have even recognized me he might have he probably would have um, he came through the drive-thru at my work on his motorcycle and I was the one that was taking his payment but he was in the farthest lane so he couldn't like see, see? me clearly but I was like y'all <laughs> what is happening I am living a soap opera because yeah. that is my father in the drive-thru right yeah. now and so no we've never met in person I've seen him a few times like, like I that, went yeah. I had to go to the hospital for a dog bite and he was the security guard and my mom recognized him from the back of his head we asked the officer is that well when someone's so-and-so. as traumatized as your mom was by him I would I'm yeah. sure that was And he was good. like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, is there something I should know? And she's like, can you just close the door and just yeah. not mention that we're here? <laughs> you know, so. I'd like to mention, though, he worked as a security guard at the hospital overnights. Yeah. And I think I was like 10. I don't know if that lines up. I don't really remember. I think that's when I, I started. I would have been a freshman in high school. Eight so, yeah. Like freshman 12, in high 10. school. Yeah, you would because you would have been sixth grade when we were freshmen, I believe. That's when I started having to stay home by myself at night because he worked overnights. And we lived in Monette and he worked in Neosho. And he only had a motorcycle. Can you imagine being like 10, staying home alone? It was uh, like the yeah. most... Well, it was like I the didn't most... like to stay home alone when Ryan worked in Monette and I'm an adult. I started well, we staying in, home alone with my sisters at We 11. lived in like an apartment complex. Lots of shady people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like that was one of the most terrifying times that of my terrifying. life. And so... Yeah. Anyway, just yeah. want to connect some dots there for you. Yeah, I was living in Neosha at that point, but that's my favorite place. I hate that we had to move back to Carthage, honestly. But I moved a lot of kids. I try. We looked so hard to find a house in Neosha when we moved. I like avoid Neosha. I feel like it's like a million miles away. I know it's like right down. But there, how but... often do I go down to Arkansas? It's thirty minutes closer. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did it. I did. And then well, we kept yeah, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to live there now. But back then, like, I had the no, best friends I had ever had. And 
They do have some cute houses. <laughs> they do, but they're so, like so. One of the problems we found is they're so much more expensive with so many more problems. Oh, I didn't. Well, you would think they wouldn't be, but like definitely the town you and I. I know live they're in, like older houses, so they're probably a lot of problems. I just didn't know. But, I thought they were yeah, cheaper. So the the town you and I live in is the cheapest per square foot average of like all of our little towns, yeah. and they're the most expensive. And oh. then Carthage is the second most expensive. Yeah, that's for the it's a rich town. Carthage. Mm-hmm. I think it They've used to be old money. It's well, I think that's just it. It's like so. Like I don't know. Like this is obviously just me like pulling shit of my ass, <laughs> but. <laughs> I think there's, like, probably, there's still, like, old money left, but I think a lot of people, like, definitely, like, I think it's a, like, a, a very, like, I call it, like, a real housewives town, because, like, a lot of the real housewives aren't rich, they're just presenting. They really <laughs> hammer that historical town thing, and that's, yeah. I think, right, so it's, it's Well, like, I worked for the old money company there for a while, so, like, a lot of those people don't <laughs> Carthage anymore, <laughs> but it's, I love Carthage, it's a pretty town, like, it's, they do a lot of, oh, yeah. like, I, I love all of the love things it. they do, I just... It's it's a beautiful town, but it gives very even, much Gilmore Girls. Even for, it does. It. It, I never thought fall, about it. Maybe you're hundred percent correct. It does. Yeah. That's this is like just remind me. You're gonna help me with a project for my archway for the fall. Okay. Um. That I saw. <laughs> that we've got archway. Um. <laughs> but yeah, it's so. I never thought about that. It's such a pretty town, and it's so fun. And I love everything they do. But even like it's it's gone to like a decent size. Mm-hmm. The way they gossip, like, ten people live there, though, I would be at work and be like, yeah, this person and this person, and they'd have gossip with, like, 50 of the 75 people on their street. Yeah. I'm like, what is going on? I was like, can't live here. <laughs> I'm a messy person. Everyone's going to be talking about it. I can't live here. I don't like my apartment, so. <laughs> yeah. After this, you'll have to, I think I know where your apartments are, and I think you, like, live almost diagonal. Like, the apartment complex is almost diagonal to the guy I used to date. Where he lives. I'll have to, I think you would, like, I'll one day have to, like, go into, like, the whole trauma of that. So, I keep saying that, and then, like, I'll never, watch me never talk about it on the podcast. I'll have you talk about it. We're gonna do a trauma dump series soon. Oh, God. Oh, God. Listeners, I hope he's... I'll, like, that'll be, I'll be like, okay, Jill, this is the one episode you're actually not allowed to listen to. (laughs) You should do like they do in the books I read, unless they're the triggers at the beginning of your episode. <laughs> no, I'll definitely, don't worry. She's like literally shaking her head because like I have, I have an opinion about trigger warnings. That's not as popular, but I'm going to put a trigger warning on this podcast. Don't worry. Yeah, you probably should. For sure. I didn't realize it gets so like, I mean, I knew it would, but. Well, I think that's like the thing is like when you talk, like, like when you live your trauma and you talk about it and like these bad things that happen to you. You don't, like, realize, like, how detrimental they are to other people until you say something and watch people's faces happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, because I was not expecting that reaction <laughs> from that, but, yeah. So, All right, well. How do you feel? I mean, I mean, I just poke myself in the eye. I feel the same as I did when I came in here. <laughs> I knew, I know all these things. Well, I mean, and- like, just, like, kind of... Obviously, when you first talked to Faith, you were, like, still defending your dad. Yeah. And then, like, when I met Valencia, you guys had already, like, you guys were already close. I think, like, probably, it was, I think Charlotte's birthday party was the second time we had seen each other after that first dinner. You were there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, like, one of the most awkward experiences for me because, like, I knew no one and, like, I'm... obviously, so, you, you might have been around with Ryan's ex-wife. I don't know, no. but Ryan's Ryan's ex wife was like really heavy into their friend group. 
And so this was the first time I was meeting everyone except for Val and Alan. Yeah. And I was so terrified. And, like, Cora was there and you were there. And I was like, put on a brave face. And, said, and I'm five months pregnant. I want to put on a brave you face. You did great. Was it Charlotte's first birthday? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was, that was right in my peak I feel when so I lost bad. all that I was, weight. Yeah, I was so busy and I didn't even get to, like, a yeah, date. Alan sucks at introducing this, like, people. princessy, like, sweatpants family in here oh yeah i told her i was like i'm coming no so i'm not wearing that dress here she's like yeah. did you order it uh, i actually may not have a show in the dress no i told her i was like we're gonna be wearing taking pictures maybe some videos and she's like i'm still wearing sweatpants so i was like why well, wear bike shorts or leggings and a t-shirt every time <laughs> she like, should the last three times she's come over i've walked out with just sports yeah. i was like i'm not wearing she's a shirt. like just get used to it i was like i'm not doing it i didn't even you have an excuse you best i didn't do that so there's no point. I'm nursing. <laughs> yeah, the last time I went to her house, she just had no shirt on. I was like, "All right." Okay. Yeah, I don't speaking care. of God, I hope they never listen to this, which I can't imagine they will. Uh, two houses down, everyone in this household has seen her boobs. Oh yeah. Are they good boobs? Uh, well, she's, yes, all boobs are good boobs. All good, all, all boobs are good boobs. But okay. <laughs> so, right, like back, like when they were having fireworks, they had fireworks up at the park up there, and Ryan was walking the dog, and they all walked into their house to see it. She's completely shirtless. And then she sees him like turns around. I love that. But it's because she's breastfeeding. Because then I, we got one of their packages and I walked up. She answers the door, baby, out of me. But I was like, I love this. I love this for oh, yeah. you. Because, yeah. like, I'm the naked neighbor, but it's nice to know I'm not the only one on the street. There you go. I feel supported. I feel seen. Go on, get your tits out. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, when she comes over on her lunches to feed the baby, Charlotte's already, like, trying to pull her shirt down. Yeah. Like, booby time? Like, yeah. gonna feed him? Milk? If I offered Charlotte my boob, she would absolutely oh, yeah, she would. feed yeah. off of me. She's so curious about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Even Jack was sitting there, like, asking her questions. Oh, he like, was asking it in such like, a mature does way, it, too. Does it go all the way to his toes? Like, it was so oh, sweet. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, it was very really sweet. They would be very disappointed that chocolate milk would not come out of that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Are they in their chocolate milk cake? Oh, yeah. They're in a phase right now. Chocolate milk all the time. See, Theodore is number one. I never breastfed, not even once. Um... And he still wants my boobs to come out. Like, slaps that and all this stuff. <laughs> my best friend, her son, will beat on her chest yep. and call her boob until she gives. Yeah, no. He's never but he's once. like 16 months or something now. Yeah. Never, 10 months old. Never once had breast milk. Never seen someone breastfeed. Like, at a conscious age. Still wants my boobs to come out. <laughs> okay. 
He's probably just like, Mom, what is this? Why are we? Because yeah. he's normally in a diaper. I'm normally like in leggings and a sports bra. Yeah. He's probably like, Mom, what is, why what are we wearing clothes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why do I have pants on in my own house? Why do you have a shirt on in our own house? <laughs> Dad's wearing jeans. It's like something's not right. Go Can I just it. say your husband gives like a um, mild down version of Post Malone? Oh God! Am I the only one that's ever said that? Uh, no, I, I mean the only one that's ever said it to me. I'm sure I'm gonna cut that out, and we're never gonna tell him that was ever said. He's like, this is the best compliment ever. Really? Yeah. He's like such a Post Malone fan. No, um, we don't Ryan let our is... husbands feel good on our podcast. Absolutely, like, this is not a safe space. I, well, I didn't. I don't know. Some people really do not vibe with Post Malone. I mean, like, I some can't, people do, obviously so. I find my husband very attractive, but, uh, I don't need him to think that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, uh... Keep him insecure so they'll stay. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. You, you know what I, I don't do? even have to try on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just, we just, I like to tear him down. I like to build them up. Well, then I just gotta really cut out that part about like, calling them good dads, right? No. They're great. He doesn't listen to it anyway now. Yeah, Ryan doesn't listen to our podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. So, the episode we released on Thursday... Friendship Red Flags. No, it was the one before that, I think. Maybe it was. No, it was the ketchup episode. He was the first episode because he listened to me. I I listened on the way back from Kansas City to edit, and he threw my other headphone in and listened with it. But Ryan doesn't listen to our podcast because, to him, this is like my diary with Val. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he'll tell that me what you want to tell like me. That we share with, like, hundreds of other people. And then he's like, well, and he listened to that, and he, like, literally made a joke, and he's like, and this is why I don't listen, because my feelings get hurt. Uh, yeah, can <laughs> like, hundreds of people already? Yeah. You guys are killing it. I know. Yeah, like, over I, We did ourselves so many favors dropping five episodes of the first time, because, like, we had, like, that, like, really bumped up our downloads, oh, yeah. but yeah. it's just, like, Binge we've really, yeah. we've really done, like, well, our, ch- I changed our mind episode, though, is, like, I think, like, our third top, even all the ones that have been out. And so I'm not even surprised, because we had the most fun making that one. We were literally sitting on the floor at the end of her bed, like, just, it was just... Well, and I also think start. a lot yeah. of that had to do with, like, it's a topic a lot of people, I feel like, are either secretly ashamed of or really curious about, like, yeah. changing, like, changing your mind on yeah. things. It's but. perfectly okay to change your mind. Do we, do you guys have anything else to add about this topic? Not to, like, push you or anything No, like I don't think... Well, I, so. I love you. Yeah.